party. Gather near the doctors in the house. So lend them your ears. The things he can say might even make your day. He might even help your pain go away. The doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you. I'm sure he can tell you just what to do. The doctor is in the house. Oh yeah, ladies and gentlemen, the doctor is in the house today. This is episode 462 and we're going to talk about an attitude of gratitude. Welcome everybody, this is Dr. Ron, host of Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored, and I do have a attitude of gratitude boosting us up into number slot number 23 in, in the category of doctors shows on the web that was uh, done by Feedspot, F-E-E-D-S-P-O-T. So thank you very much for that. Thank you for listening. Thank you for keeping uh, this program on the air because we are getting listened to. And we are on all platforms that uh, your, your five-year-old grandchildren will tell you about. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart, Radio, iTunes Radio, etc. I'm not going to go on and on. You can find us on Alexa even. But I do want to start the program with a little bit about gratitude. I was talking to a real good friend of mine today. He said, what are you going to talk about today? I said, I don't know. I had such a crazy day today. I didn't have time to put all my notes together. But, you know, I've always talked about gratitude and and I just want to make sure that we just don't practice that for the holiday time because you've heard me tell you that having an attitude of gratitude makes you happier but did you know or did you remember that it can also make you healthier why because feeling the feeling of gratitude makes us see things from a more optimistic point of view and being optimistic has been shown to lower blood pressure Help you get a better night's sleep and increase your longevity. It also helps us to bounce back faster from stressful situations. And this time of year is called the flu season. Well, why? Because we're uh, most of us get into a very stressful situation, worried about buying this and buying that, getting together with family, friends, maybe drinking too more than we usually do. That stress causes a increase production of cortisol. Cortisol lowers our immunity. It's all connected. Remember, for years I've been telling you, you have to have a superior interior. And if you're grateful during these this time, you know, you will be happier and less stressed. Okay, but everything is, is connected, ladies and gentlemen. So have a good attitude of gratitude during the season. And um, I do want to talk to you a, a little bit about uh, Dr. Bruce Lipton. Let me just read something he has recently posted, and it goes like this. 
It's talking about Thanksgiving. The American Thanksgiving celebration was historically based upon a 1621 harvest feast shared by the pilgrims of Plymouth with the indigenous Wampanoag people. The expression of gratitude is a conscious, positive emotion of feeling thankful for something, whether it is tangible, like food, or intangible, friendship. And as I tell my friends, you cannot make old friends, ladies and gentlemen. The celebration intention is to acknowledge other gestures toward us, things that are going well in our lives. A mind expressing gratitude induces the brain to release a barrage of hormones and growth factors into the blood. that epigenetically engage a healthy vital physiology. Now, just to take a break there, do you, you know, about 5% of the population is born with a genetic defect. That means 95% of us do not have a genetic defect. But because of epigenetics, lifestyle, we can change that to make us sick. We can also change it by having a, a, a great lifestyle to be healthier and live longer. So by expressing gratitude, we have these chemicals in our blood that epigenetically engage a healthy vital physiology. Additionally, the biochemistry of gratitude activates telomerase, an enzyme that elongates the telomere tips on the DNA a physical process that extends lifespan. Those of you who remember a few months back, I did a program on size matters, but it was on the size of the telomeres. The longer they are, the longer you live. While biology of gratitude enhances our inner biology, it profoundly, in, profoundly influences the character of the life we are living. EEG, you know, that's uh, they put these electrodes on your brain on your scalp and they read the electricity of your brain. Well, EEGs reveal the positive influence of gratitude on empowering brain activity within the skull. And even more magnetic encephalographs that read brain function detect this positive influence of gratitude. So, you know, everybody, uh, We've been talking also, uh, you, you, I know a lot of you listened to my interview on the Dr. Smith's uh, uh, program on uh, the streaming uh, or talking about frequencies. Well, you know, that's frequencies is quantum physics. And we've been living in a period of Newtonian pers perspectives, which only has two realms, physical matter and immaterial. Physical matter and immaterial energy. But quantum physics reveals the universe consists only of one realm, and that is just of energy. And that's where I want to take this podcast over the next months, because modern medicine is failing miserably. They're a Newtonian perspective. Make sure that we prescribe a pill for an ill. It's not really health care. It's really sickness care. Einstein said reality is merely an illusion, but it's a persistent one. To visualize the world in terms of energy, imagine a pond during a rainstorm. And I think you'll use this analogy quite often as we talk about uh, 
energy, resonance, uh, and frequencies. As each drop of rain hits the surface of the pond, it generates concentric rings of expanding ripples. I think maybe we can picture that, you know? You throw a, a, a pebble into the, into the lake, you see these concentric rings. An important observation is that all the rings are entangled with one another. There is no rings that are isolated from the others. What's the point of that? In an energy universe, all energy waves are entangled, interfering with each other. Everything in the universe is connected to everything else. We're all connected to the universe. Did you ever think, well, uh, I'm going to a baseball game, a football game, and I, I'm, I, I want to get a parking space close to the entrance, and then, boom, there, there one opens up. Simple for a simple example, but that type of thing, those you're putting out the vibrations and the frequencies to the universe, and the universe responds, and that's why meditation is so powerful. Okay, but we have to be specific in our intentions. But when two or more energy waves are in harmony. That means their waves are symmetrical and moving at the same rate. That's their frequency is symmetrical. Their entanglement can enhance their collaborative collective power. What does that mean? It can make higher waves, stronger waves. When everything is moving at the same rate in the same frequency, but when they're out of phase, there may be no waves or flat flat waves. And they are not the healthy waves. So our waves can be constructive, good vibes, or destructive, bad vibes. And think about our thoughts. They are translated into broadcast wave patterns that interact with other energy fields in the environment, other resonant energy fields. Through constructive interference, good vibes. A positive thought will engage and empower other energies in the environment that are in harmony with our wishes and desires. You know, yes, you can influence your lifestyle, your genes, your longevity by having constructive interference, good vibes, positive thoughts. In contrast, through destructive, bad vibes, interference, a negative thought will engage, activate negative energies in the world, in the universe that are challenging or threatening. What is karma? Karma is a concept. What you put out comes back to you. What goes around comes around, most people will say. So, the life experiences activated by positive and negative thoughts shape the character of our lives. Think about that. Henry concludes the universe is immaterial. It's mental and spiritual. Live and enjoy. And the idea that our mental activity shapes our life experiences is a fact of science. 
So during the Thanksgiving time, I hope we all reflected on our life's positive experiences. And that's why we feel so good. You know, and when you're engaged in a positive emotion, it is impossible to be hateful, angry, or fearful. So as Dr. Lipton would say, maybe we should uh, learn how to celebrate Thanksgiving every day. Okay, so having an attitude of gratitude can make you live longer, make you live healthier. Remember, only 5% of us are born with genetic defects. That should give you a ray of hope that no matter what you're fighting right now, you can conquer it by activating your epigenetic powers. And as I've said, health is like money. We never have a true idea of its value until we lose it. I say it, but it was originally said by Josh Billings. Health is like money. We never have a true idea of its value until we lose it. And I think we're uh, losing our health when you consider the amount, the amount of chronic diseases. Over 80% of people that are over 65 have at least one chronic condition. But we want to be grateful. We want to have an attitude of gratitude. And Wi-Fi, electromagnetic fields, the upcoming 5G is all frequencies. And again, for over three years, I've talked about a superior interior. We have to keep our gut healthy. Our gut is our second brain. It is the seat of our immunity. And our gut is connected to everything. And it communicates quite well with our brain. And when we have that good communication, we're going to have good general health and well-being overall. So we have to have a good microbiome. And we'll talk, uh, we've talked about it. And we'll have someone on from Megaspore in, in the near future to, to talk more about it. But everything is a frequency, though. I mean, uh, that's, that's how the DNA communicates with the rest of our body in an instant. That's how we can, our thoughts can be read by someone else in an instant. And it can work so much better than conventional approaches. So much better than pharmaceuticals and, so, and supplements, really because they all involve biochemistry. The energy model has a lot going for it because it's easy, right? I mean, the, the chemistry model has a lot going on for it because you know, they can show you something in a Petri dish or a microscope, I'll show you how this drug reacts with X and so forth. But if it works so good, how come life expectancy in the United States is going down rather than up? For all the decades of promises, have we really made a dent in cancer? 
I don't know about everybody else, but I am finding more people with food allergies today than ever before. So something's wrong with our picture. Chronic diseases, allergies, diseases in general. There's just something wrong with it, with that picture. So maybe we need to get away from a paradigm that focuses on the body's chemistry, which is suppressing symptoms. It's a band-aid. Rather than getting to the splinters or the cause and support our body's healing processes. And my understanding is this is all coming down to physics. If you want to get to the root cause of problems, you have to provide energy to the body to make sure it is used correctly. And like I explained on, on Dr. Smith's program, you know, if you everybody has an idea, I think everybody has an idea of an acupuncture chart or an acupuncture model. You see all these lines over a torso and over, over the extremities, the head, the back, and so forth. That's our body's energy grid. You block it up someplace and you're going to get sick. You're going to have some symptom from that. That's why an acupuncturist will either measure energetically or with a, with a device, see where that blockage is, put the needles in the correct spot and let that energy go. So you, your body can start healing itself. And remember our body has its own magnetic field. Those soaks, more or less 100 trillion cells are powered by electrical energy, energy, and they're influenced by the Earth's magnetic field. How many of you feel different when there's a full moon? Or there's a change in, in time and so forth. And you know, a person in good health has a charge of 70 to 100 millivolts. But as you get older, have more stress, have a poor diet, live in a poor environment, that voltage gets reduced. And they have discovered that a person with a cell voltage of 30 to 50 millivolts is likely to suffer from a chronic illness. And you see cancer in people with volts in the range of 15 to 20 millivolts. Remember, a normal person has 70 to 100 millivolts. One author said this, consider this important fact, the heart does not get cancer. And for good reason, it is the most positively charged organ in the body. So we have to keep these cells charged because it's like a car. If you don't put fuel in it, it's not going to run properly. So what, what do we have to think about uh, as we go along week by week by week? Well, what can, well, I guess what, what can change that 95% of our genes, that epigenetics? Well, it's influenced by a few things. Trauma is one. 
physical and mental can affect our longevity, our telomeres, our chemistry, our genes, toxins. And we're exposed to more and more toxins in our daily lives. And here also, in addition to physical toxins and chemical toxins and biological toxins, there are also emotional toxins. And sometimes they can even be more harmful than the others because they stay with us. There was one study done in the 60s at Harvard that pointed out that 60%, maybe 80% of patients seeking treatment had symptoms of physical illness stemming from stress or unhealthy emotions. So trauma, toxins, or thoughts. They can change our biology. They can make us sick or they can make us healthy. They can make us die young or make us have a good long life, a good long healthy life. No sense living a long time if you're not if you're not healthy. So the medical profession, the woke AMA the pediatricians who are interested in giving drugs and vaccines really uh, don't have a lot of good uh, statistics on their side, especially with the uh, IQs dropping and longevity dropping and more children with allergies. So we have to change our thoughts. We have to think more of energy, of frequencies. Well, we have to, as I said on Dr. Smith's show, we have to create an orchestra. We're all instruments. And we are the music. And each cell takes part in this symphony of our body. So we have to be the conductor, okay? We have to be the brains. Remember the brain-gut connection. We have to keep this orchestra in harmony, in resonance. As soon as we have here a sour note, we have to help get that note back into tune. You can't just cover it up or take that instrument away from the orchestra. You can't take that organ away from your body. We're all part of this symphony. All part of this vibration. I'm talking more and more on different podcasts, and I'm finding energy medicine is experiencing a massive growth because of documented positive results. Just personally, I have imprinted frequencies for focus and concentration and energy and giving the, given these, these holograms to people and they have told me that they felt better and, and worked better at bridge games, that they won their matches because they had no trouble focusing on the cards. 
It seems also to be working uh, for sports, keeping people focused on the game. And I have one case of uh, a hologram that I imprinted with with allergy free frequencies to cure them. They their allergies improved, especially down here in West Florida where we had a lot of red tide. Their sneezing, coughing, and eye irritation decreased without any other change. So energy medicine is exploding. Uh, we just have to be careful that we don't. We also include emotional toxins into the into the series. We just can't think like uh, Newton. Just two phases. We have to include all energy. And um, that's all I have for today. Okay, so my good friend Howard, that's uh, that's what I talked about. I didn't know it when I when I spoke to you on the phone today, but there it is. I hope you learned something, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, we'll be back next week. Have a great week, and uh, Freddie will take us home. Hey, everybody, Dr. Ron's finished for the day. I hope you got some good wisdom for what the man had to say. If it's all about good health, he's the man you got to see. He has a lot more answers for you. So tune in next week when the doctor is in the house. When the doctor is in the house Let the doctor know what's bothering you When the doctor is in the house The doctor is in the house doctor is in the house Let the doctor know what's bothering you I'm sure he can tell you just what to do the doctor is in the house the doctor is in the house let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house so if you have a pain call the doctor if you have a strain call the doctor let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. See you next week.